Hey, it's um, almost the Page Avenue Crew Podcast. My name is Adam. I'm Dan. Hi. Hello. Good evening. So this is such a privileged moment. Thank you, Missouri Department of Corrections. We're coming to you live from the conjugal visit area. We're still in jail, but... A friend of ours snuck a recording device into the building via butthole. Yeah, it was from the uh, news. It was uh, It was a tape recorder. Uh, it was on tapes. Pretty big. Yeah, it was a long tape. It's kind of surprising. Yeah, but we have it now, so we're going to go ahead and use our... Uh, the, oh, yeah, the, we're in jail, by the way. Yeah, that's why we said that. Yeah. So the editing device that we got in a, a cake that someone sent to us, we used that to cut together. The cake was also in the butt. Yeah, it was a, it was a long cake in a long butt. Uh, shout out to John Bon Loman um, for that. We appreciate you. <laughs> Uh, Jay Bonthan at in, in, Interscope.com or whatever the fuck is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> Interscope. <laughs> oh, that's a little innuendo. So uh, anyway, uh, so we did we did what we could. By that, I mean we received a podcast from other people, and <laughs> that's what, what you're about to listen to. We didn't – there was no effort here. We're just in jail, and we, we fucking – we do our fucking best with what we're given, okay? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so we've left it up to some of the Discord family to deliver this podcast to you this week. Yeah. Yeah, without anesthesia, we've delivered it. It's a natural birth. I had a C-section yeah. out of my butt. Ooh. But this one is a fully natural birth, and we hope you enjoy it. Shout out to everyone on the Sodi Discord, especially Mike Ortiz. And Country Steve and uh, Mike Cronin, big time oat pocket. Henry Clark, Clark Nipples in the building. We love yeah, you yeah, all. Yeah. You guys killed it. This shit's really funny. Enjoy. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. And without further ado, we present to you this. Yeah, we got no video. No, no. Cronin, Cronin beefing over here. God damn. <laughs> it does not smell. I heard it. I audibly heard that. Let's imagine the the music's going on. You know the the, the classical. Hey, welcome to the Page Avenue Crew Podcast. As you can tell, we're not actually Story of the Year. We're just a bunch of dudes who are in the Story of the Year Discord. And, you know, we're also known as uh, the Page Lane Gang, a.k.a. the Dick's Cord Crew, a.k.a. Oat Pocket and the Boys. What's <laughs> up? I'm Mike Ortiz. Are you, are you sure we're not Story of the Year? You are not you. You are me. No shit. I'm pretty sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm Steve. Hi, how are you? Nips. McGruber! <laughs> no, I'm, I'm Michael J. Cronin. I'm Kyle, a.k.a. Oat Pocket. I, I didn't say my nickname. I'm, I'm the majestic one. The majestic Steve. Ma- I think I gave you that name, right? It's either you or Dan, one of the two. No, I'm pretty sure it was me. We'll go with that. Dan gets no credit. We're officially, unofficially uh, affiliated with Story of the Year. These guys, you know, they got arrested this week, allegedly. Um, or was it just Bond that got arrested? No, Bond came in to give them a conjugal visit. If you read my uh, my Twitter comment that they replied I, to, I seen that. I seen that. Uh, Maria says they're in the pokey. 
So, are we going with the pokey or just straight up jail? Who's getting poked out of the guys? Oh, Adam. Adam. Probably Adam. Yeah. Confidently, like, just getting trained on? Straight up. Sorry, Skull. Not sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. We love you, Adam. But yeah, we are, uh, we're the, like the meme lords, the, the meme kings, uh, the, the crazy idiots who run the Story of the Year Discord Instagram account. And uh, so you're hearing our voices for the first time. But yeah, the guys, uh, they got arrested, uh, allegedly, and uh, they're, they're locked up. So they didn't get to record this week because they're actually just busy as all hell writing that brand spanking new Tasty Delicious album. Mm, I can smell it from here. What does it smell like? If you were to smell a Story of the Year album, <laughs> what sense would it have? Sweat. It smells like my grandpa. Smells like cheese sticks. Mm. I'm half expecting it to smell like empty PBR cans. And dicks. Sweaty dicks. Just baloney. Baloney. <laughs> Flop sweat. Yeah, I'm super pumped for this album, man. Like, it's, it's you know, everything we've heard so far is just crazy. Yeah, the, the stuff that we've been getting through Discord, which if you're not a member of the Discord, uh, someone plugged that, that, those uh, things now. But, yeah, uh, the stuff we've been getting on the Discord has been absolutely just balls-to-the-wall amazing. Uh, We've yet to get anything that hasn't made my balls drop even further than they already are. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and it's so different than anything they've done, and it's so different, you know, it's just just awesome. But in the best way, you know what I mean? It's just like, dude, I'm so pumped. And in in no way are we getting paid by this, but uh, if you guys want to go check out patreon.com slash storyoftheyear, uh, they're posting updates over on Patreon, but you can also join through Patreon to Discord. Just connect your account there, which we seem to be running the IT service for Story of the Year on our Story of the Year Discord Instagram. It seems like maybe close to like once a week or more, someone asks, how do I connect my Patreon to Discord? Because I want to be all up in that Discord of theirs. Yeah, yeah I mean, technically we're paying them to be yeah. their it support i was waiting for that <laughs> <point>. <laughs> no, yeah. like we pay a lot of money to like help people out and shit. yeah <laughs> i mean hey props props because you helped me figure out why my computer's uh, a giant hunk of shit like quite literally before this recording like we just uh, henry just walked steve through some it support it was great did we talk about why they had they didn't do a pod this week you know obviously they're in jail. Busy, oh, other than being in jail, um, <laughs> busy doing the new record there in Nashville. Um, I saw Dan put something about um, doing vocals. It was either today or yesterday. I can't remember, but apparently he did an emo night in the middle of the oh, that's album. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's good. You guys ever been to an emo night? No, man. Did no, one in Orlando. It was kind of a lame one. I'd love it. But I want a good one. I'd be all about it. Dude, there's an emo night karaoke in Miami. I just found out. Oh shit! Crazy that would be amazing. Yo, I saw. That'd be dope. Yeah, I saw Mr. Nips do karaoke. He did. I was. Oh. I was standing right there. In front. I was recording some of that. Henry. Yeah. And then what song did you sing? Eric. Had, uh, anthem. And then my yeah. roommate had to uh, show the video to Dan, and I may have died inside. Yeah. But that's all they had was Anthem. They didn't even they didn't have any other options. So it was like, all right. I mean, it was good though. It was fun. Yeah, it was really strange. I heard about that. You guys went to the karaoke bar, and you guys got up on stage to sing a song, but the only song on the karaoke machine was just Anthem of Our Dying Day. That's yeah. very specific. Yeah, but it was it was interesting too, though, because the bar was. I mean, it had a very diverse group in there. Um, everybody knew the song. You know what I mean? It was super cool. Like, Except it was, for that one chick that well, was she, not yeah, amused well, yeah, at the she front. Was, she just hated it. <laughs> just one but, older chick was not amused. But yeah, I mean, but like young, old, it didn't matter. You know, like everybody was having a great time with it and uh, singing along. It was really cool. Yeah. That's the beauty of Story of the Year, though. It's just you know, music for everyone. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, obviously, I connected with them early. 
Uh, I'm older than most of you guys, I think. But so yeah, I found them. Basically, I was I was in the Marine Corps. I was stationed in Quantico, and I had a good buddy who uh, we were driving around in his Nissan Sentra and uh, played played until the day I die. He had he had the Page Avenue CD, and uh, I was like, "Ooh, what's that, man? What's that?" And uh, you know, we picked it up ourselves, and my, me and my roommate just just it just took off, man. And we found uh, they were playing in DC. Had to be late oh four. Um, I think at the 930 Club. Uh, have no idea who they were with, but um, you know we went out to that, and then we went to see them in Cleveland at a festival. They were headlining. Um, Coheed and Cambria opened for them. Paramore opened for them. Um, it was pretty crazy, so it was really, really cool. That was kind of my first uh, introduction to them was late 03, early 04, um, and obviously... If you've ever seen my uh, office space in here, or if you've listened to Wolves, uh, you know I haven't uh, I haven't dialed it back at all in the last twenty years. So yeah, if you guys if you guys don't know who Mike Cronin is, uh, this motherfucker has his name on the last album. He runs the official unofficial Story of the Year museum out of his mom's basement, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's pretty fucking crazy the stuff he has yeah. on hand and what he has in his collection. Yeah. Uh, out of all the things you do have, Cronin, what are your favorite pieces? Oh, man, so that's a tough question. So it's really, I think my most prized things are obviously, you know, if you're on our Discord or if you're on our Instagram, I have, I was lucky enough to obtain the song chart from In the Wake of the Termination. So I have the one that they filled out. They basically kind of mapped out their album and how they were completing it. And when they completed it, they added something in there, whether it was, um, you know, a rad poster or a face of the band member or a bloody wiener so um, there's a bunch of different stuff but no it's i mean that to me because i remember watching that as they built it you know they were posting videos and, and i think it was on the um our time is now dvd you know it was in there and i was just like man and it was you know whatever it was 15 years later i saw that was up for for grabs on the uh on the wolf's campaign so i uh i snatched it up quick and i was really excited about that so that's probably my number one um, Josh gave us a, uh, he actually gave it to Teresa, but, um, we made a side deal. Uh, I have the black swan drum head from, um, the Sodi bowl shows last August. Nice. Uh, and they were cool enough to sign it for me and I, I framed it. And so just kind of some of those things that are just really, you know, that one of a kind thing. Um, but I have a lot of cool stuff. I mean, I, I really try to everything I can, you know, Cunty Steve, um, helps me find stuff. He's, he's in Australia. So, he doesn't have access to everything, but he gives me a, a good heads up on on what's out there, and uh, you know, together we kind of uh, collect things. Cunty Steve makes like that black market story of the year merch that's like super exclusive, and it's pretty pretty amazing. <laughs> it's awesome. I know, man. <laughs> no, he's a, yeah, he's actually really good at it. Like I'll, I've done some stuff, and it's it's pretty gangster, but um, Steve's stuff is just is on point. You know, he sent me some hats. I actually gave Josh a couple of those, or I gave him. He did like kind of like a story of the year um, Cardinals version, hat, you know, a fitted hat, and uh, I brought one to uh, Josh when I did the podcast uh, last year. So, you know, just it's kind of cool. You know, they they're really cool about it, and and um, you know, it's funny because we were joking on the Discord. I made a um, a T shirt just kind of messing around on this web on this website, and uh, you know, a year goes by or whatever, and I. F- some dude in like Colombia is wearing the same shirt and I'm like what the hell man like like who's bootlegging my bootleg shit you know it's like what the hell dude speaking of like Cronin having the most exclusive shit and giving things to Josh there was even a point when the discord was first kicking off where we were talking about the song Fiji off of Page Avenue 
and like Josh didn't even have it, and Cronin <laughs> was the one to actually give it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He found he had it on a seat. He had it on the, the, with the gold master to oh, Page yeah, Avenue. Yeah, yeah. And at the time, he was still like really tech challenge. I'm trying yeah. to teach him over here. He was at least, at least able to dump it, and I helped get everything converted. And now Fiji's out there on YouTube. If, if anybody wants to hear the weirdest story yeah. of your song, it doesn't sound like them at all. Cronin, Cronin is the steward of the story of the year memorabilia. I love it. Yeah, I've uh, I've actually given the band members some stuff they they didn't get access to for whatever reason. You know, the Page Avenue vinyl I sent to Josh, and um, just because that was kind of a you know they didn't they weren't really involved in that. Um, but uh, and I you know we we talked a couple of podcasts ago. They said the miracle poster that Cunty Steve helped me develop and and uh, render up, and I've I've given a few of those out to to a few people. But um, you know we're definitely not trying to make money here we're just trying to spread the love and and preserve this and you know and support these guys and make sure they keep doing this you know because that's what's important is uh they keep making these records and and uh you know that's all i care about for sure keeping the name alive yep yep but yeah uh since we're talking about origin stories let's move to to mr nipples over here how'd you got how'd you hear about story of the year first time was probably on fuse and then i listened to it here or there like whatever it would sound at first i just thought okay but then started hearing them um on a combination of where a lot of people heard with the need for speed underground soundtrack mm-hmm. and then also they were on a soundtrack um they were on they're another game soundtrack as well i'm drawing a blank pop off more than 180 degrees to the left I was, or I should say, more than 90 degrees. I was slightly behind the stage, probably like 95 degrees to the stage left. Like I could see the backside of a lot of stuff. And um, of course they opened. And even from the nosebleed seats all the way at the top, 95 degrees off stage left, I saw this family. Oh yeah, I've heard of them. I've seen them uh, Need for Speed and on Fuse. And my eyeballs were huge and just watching the ridiculous energy these dudes put up. I still remember, I can still envision seeing them from the high angle I had, watching them, watch four of them jump off of all of their equipment simultaneously. And everybody was in Josh because goddamn drummers were lazy and he's just sitting down because he doesn't have anything to do. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Then watching all that and then I, uh, from there, I, the next show, they were, I found out they were playing uh, Hard Rock Live in Orlando. I lived between Jacksonville and Gainesville, about two and a half hours north of Orlando. And I found that they were playing Hard Rock Live in Orlando and uh, bought two tickets and loaded my best friend up who didn't know they were playing. He misunderstood and thought he was going to a Lincoln Park concert. I didn't tell him that, but he thought he was. I'm like, Dude, no, that's a concert I saw weeks ago. And uh, So you're just a lion. <laughs> uh, apparently, yeah. Apparently. Hey, I got he's in the Discord now, so apparently it worked. So uh, the Eric, yeah, Eric. Yeah, so we, we we drive down Shout there. So that's like the infamous Hard Rock Live show, right? Like the the one that it's on YouTube and yes, yeah. yeah we yeah, were yeah, actually yeah. just watching that in a working yeah. I've on seen that upscaling. a dozen times for sure. Yeah, it's great. You oh, you're probably deployed still, so you weren't there, I assume. What year was that? That would have been 04. Yeah, I was I was in Virginia. That, that would have been late. That would that was like August 04. Yeah, yeah. Um. So then I uh, yeah saw them there, and that was the first time being in the pit. And when I felt the earth move under me, something changed inside of me. It also could have been the diarrhea because he had diarrhea before the podcast. So 
No, oh. that, that was just a good solid cheesesteak. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like nice greasy slide out. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm just, sure yeah. people love hearing about Henry's uh, just, lambs. I just, I just had my house of prey, so luckily he didn't destroy the fucking bathroom before I got there. <laughs> Hope he didn't like and that I, toilet. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, and then many shows after that, but that's that's where it all started. And oh, then I went out. I guess I've heard the, the the step between that was after that live show that when I saw them from the bleachers, the tall tall bleachers, um, went out and bought the album, not really knowing much of it other than a couple of singles, and but bought the two albums that changed my life that day between buying Page Avenue and Siren Song of the Counterculture because and I'm also a huge Rise Against fan. And that that day, change, buying those two albums changed my life. And then I saw them down in Orlando. Saw them again for Nintendo Fusion Tour. Right after that, I put many thousands of miles in my car chasing them around Florida every time they came as a teenager. And, and, and just for future reference, if you want to start your own goddamn Rising Against podcast, you can do that. Oh. This is the story of your podcast. <laughs> Get right? out of here with that the story shit. of your podcast, bro. I'm just kidding. <laughs> nope, but that. Uh, that pretty yeah. much ties it up, other than like the dozen shows that I saw over the next couple, couple of years and then went a decade without being able to see them. Oh, Pocket, you next. What's your origin story? Um, I think, like Henry, uh, it really started with that Need for Speed game. Uh, I've actually heard a, a lot of my favorite bands I've heard of through uh, video game soundtracks. But, but yeah, I heard about them through Need for Speed. Um, and I was like, wow, this song is cool. And so eventually I got the album. And then it was like, oh, wow, these guys are from St. Louis, which is, you know, whenever someone who doesn't live here asks me where I live, I always say St. Louis, even though I live like, I grew up like an hour northwest in the middle of nowhere. So um, I was like, oh, cool, these guys are from St. Louis. Um, So I kind of had that like hometown kind of vibe to it for me a little bit. Um, But Story of the Year was a big freaking deal especially for me, like learning how to play guitar and whatnot, like I'm self-taught. Um, and so a lot of the things that I've, you know, I've learned is from listening to every band that I've liked growing up. So Story of the Year um, was a huge part of that for me and learning how to play guitar and all that kind of cool stuff. Um, but yeah, I went to the, the Nintendo Fusion Tour when it came through um, here in St. Louis. I actually... There's actually a little like a, a moment or two in like that live in the Lou DVD where you can actually like see me in the back, which is kind of crazy. I'll have, to, I'll have to dig that screenshot up for you guys and show it. But um, but yeah, I went to that show. I've been to pretty much most of the St. Louis shows that have happened. Um, I flew down just recently and hung out with uh, a couple of these guys in Florida for that uh, Orlando show. That was pretty dope. Yep, in Florida. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just a huge part of my uh, musical upbringing and my uh, DNA as a musician. Um, there's a lot of that stuff. So you play? You, you played a guitar? You said? I, for for some reason, I thought you were a skin flautist. <laughs> okay, <laughs> appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I mean, just just like Adam, he's uh, learning how to play the the meat trumpet. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been training for years. The meat saxophone. <laughs> the, the lips to the, the lips to the tip is the hardest seal to seal. You yeah, know, yeah. it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to make that. It takes years yeah. of practice, and it's something we all admire. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Adam's ability of doing yeah. it's crazy. He'll just play all night and swallow the gravy. And f- for me, though, in, I'll be real though. In the wake is 
my number one out of all of the albums just because man like those those guitar riffs are just just so huge immense like and just that's the kind of style that i really kind of gravitate towards and so that album was a big freaking deal um some funny things that have happened over the years being in st louis is um like i would see some of like uh like like, uh mark and scott on the the st louis um dvd i guess uh what's live in the loop that's right like i've seen those i just see those guys around sometimes and it's just like hey what's up cool that's my origin story i guess and that's all i have to say about that that's awesome in in this current recording in our current like little pod group here we also have majestic steve uh steve you kind of grew up near the area as well didn't you yeah uh i live about uh, about an hour and some change away from st louis and uh it's it just like every, almost everybody else here. Uh, Need for Speed Underground. It's where I heard them. That's crazy. But uh, yeah, it. But it, I, I didn't put two and two together, thinking, "Oh, this this band is amazing." I kind of was just like, "I like this mm-hmm. song." And then you know, as the time went on, uh, my buddy that I worked with at the time, we ran a graphic design shop, and we'd throw music uh, music on every once in a while, and he threw that. Uh, that album on page Avenue. And he's, he's like, yeah, I think we're, uh, we're going to go try and get tickets. He and his girlfriend, we're going to try and get tickets to go to Nintendo fusion. And I was like, count me in, got to see him, uh, along with another band band that will not be named. Uh, but, uh, letter kills was really good too. Uh, oh, shouts out to letter kills. Did this other band start with an L as well? Yeah. Uh, apparently some of their profits were lost, but we're not going to talk about that. Oh, um, yeah. is the name lost on you? It's, it's lost on me. And, uh, yeah, eventually <laughs> I need to go back to work and make some profit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it went on from there. Like after that one show, I have literally, there's maybe a, I could probably count on one hand how many times I've not gone to a show in St. Louis uh, when they play, uh, I've, I've never ventured outside of, uh, St. Louis to see them, but yeah, it's, it's usually been in, uh, at the beautiful venue known as the pageant. Love it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that, that place is absolutely amazing. And I, how they still have a roof on the place. I do not know because yeah, uh, the wolves, the wolves, uh, album release party was probably one of my fondest memories. Uh, that I don't remember because a lot of Jameson was drank that night. <laughs> uh, blame Wiley and Dan for that. Shouts out to Wiley. Yo, fuck you, Wiley. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Wiley. But yeah, uh, other than that, like it's it's <laughs> just been a constant state. And uh, with uh, fuck you, Wiley, and the ability that I've got to actually get to know these guys, you know, m- mostly Dan, because anytime I'm in St. Louis with Wiley, it's 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 a uh, a very drunken, blurry night, and you wake up with uh, some new bruises, uh, your jaw being locked in one position, and you're walking clenched. And and Wiley just naked on your floor. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That, I mean, that happens with or without alcohol. I mean, that's just how it is. That's what I heard. I wasn't going to brag about it or anything, but, you know, I just wanted to bring it up. Oh, yeah. That, that's, a, that's a daily occurrence. You, you, it's, a good, it's a good day when that happens. Wiley being another Discord member, by the way. Or, or yeah. At home. 
Yeah, for anyone listening, yep. Wiley does have another band, but we're not going to give that a shout out. So, no, you know why? I, I love that band. Dan was Dan. Hey, it's kind of relevant. Dan was he was on. He, well, he produced it, right? So, he produced, and he drummed. He drummed. He drummed and, song, what's yeah. what's his what's his band called? Dead bad guy. A, a, a live, <laughs> not criminals. Yeah, yes, a live, upstanding citizen. citizen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. I, I really don't have much of a story other than i mean we basically it sounds like we're all like a story of the year justice league right now because we all kind of have the same backstory i'm definitely batman i call batman fine i'll be wonder woman (laughs) i'll be peacemaker oh man i love that show (laughs) so good i don't don't know shit about dc what about you ortiz did you go yet yeah, I can, I can, uh, I can, I can wrap up our origin yeah, stories here. Yeah, mine's sort of the same. Uh, Need for Speed Underground. Uh, I actually, when I was first listening to the to the group, I I actually hated Anthem or not Anthem uh, and the Hero Will Drown because I was like, what the fuck is what? all this fucking oh. screaming? All right, so can we wrap? Time, can we wrap now? Yeah, let's, let's just wrap it. This is done. <laughs> yeah, so like, I was like, what is all this screaming? What is this? Because at the time, I was really just really getting into like Lincoln Park, like Alien Ant Farm. I was sort of just discovering music at the time. Actually, because on the on the game, you can mute the playlist, and I actually muted that song off the playlist. And I only had like Little John and the East Side Boys on, and I was just listening to Get Low the whole you had, like, time. You had like, you had like, you had like Handsome and Mbop <laughs> or whatever. The and, and, so I got tired of those songs. <laughs> I actually unmuted Story of the Year. And I was like, all right, I'll give this another chance. Yeah. And then on the radio, I heard Until the Day I Die. And then I heard Anthem. And I was like, wait, where have I heard these guys before? And I made the correlation. Oh, wait, they're in the game. And as I was playing the game some more, I actually ended up muting everything else except for And the Hero Will Drown. Nice. And that's sort of like where I kind of got introduced to them. And actually, because of those guys, I can actually chalk it up to they're the reason why I even have my kids. So there's a little little oh, story they behind that. your babies. But... That's what they did. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, are Dan his was there. Josh was there. Dan's a midwife. Each time it's crazy. They make house calls. They give a story of the year to help deliver your kids. They're totally there. So, so hero was hero was on your sexy time playlist or something. What, what's the oh, story so behind like, that? Yeah, like what, what happened was like because of these guys, I got into like learning guitar, and yeah. because of that, I was just playing guitar in my garage. Some neighborhood kid walked up, and we actually became friends. And he played guitar, and I played guitar. We just started just learning off of each other, challenging each other with different riffs. I mean, definitely Ryan was a big influence on my guitar playing. They're the ones who really got me to like, oh, I'm going to learn this song. These guys sound great. I actually really got far more into their music. But because of this dude, um, this guy I made friends with, uh, after a few years, you know, we hit that age of looking for jobs, job hunting. I was just playing some music in my garage and I was covered in paint because I was painting something. He walked up. He went, He wanted me to go with him for moral support to a job fair. And we went to this job fair. I actually ended up getting the job. He didn't get the job. And that's actually where I met my wife. My <laughs> wife. So actually at this place uh, where, where, where I was applying to, I, I, I didn't think I was going to get the job, but I did. Having heard Story of the Year without getting into music and learning guitar, I wouldn't have met this dude randomly, spur of the moment, making friends with him, playing music, and then getting this job. But then that's where I, you know, I met my wife. So it's, it's kind of their fault why... I have three kids now. So. <laughs> Ortiz is leaving out the pact where he, his secret is he can only get hard when he hears Ryan soloing. Isn't that how? We, isn't that what we all use? <laughs> I mean, if you don't get a boner after hearing Ryan play guitar, you're, you're listening to the wrong podcast. True. You should go after them for child support. I think we hit, we hit the origin stories pretty hard. You guys, um, let's talk about the Sodi <laughs> Discord Instagram page and how that came about. Sodi Discord uh, origin story now. What did I say? 
I'm just oh. thinking this is the Sodi Discord. I've had like nine beers. I don't know, man. I, I just got to make sure. Dude, nine beers. You sound great to me. You're I'm turned on. That. Thank you. Thank you. Basically, so we all joined the Discord. Um, I joined right around the Ghost Signal shows. Um, you guys, some of you guys were in there before. Some of you guys were in there after. Um, and ultimately, we started doing the AMAs with Story of the Year. And um, anything times, anytime they said something crazy, Ortiz would would meme meme the shit out of them and, <laughs> and just roast the shit out of them. So with love, um, though, with love, I basically, yeah, oh, no, of course, of course, they love, they, dude, they loved it. It was it was awesome. And so we started dabbling in it. A few of us, um, we, we were never on Ortiz's level, but. Um, we felt like, hey, let's let's document this somehow because this shit's so good. We're laughing so hard. Let's let's just create an Instagram page, and and it really was just for us, um, just to keep it keep it organized. And um, it's really turned into something a lot of fun. And you know, we got you know, I mean, we're not we're not Kim Kardashian levels here as far as followers, but you know, we <laughs> not yet, not yet. But you know, it's a good place for us to kind of collaborate. There's I think there's at least six or seven people with passwords to that Instagram page, you know, Instagram page. And, um, at least five or six of us are contributing full time, you know, and, and we all got life shit. So it's, it kind of varies. So you never really know who, who's throwing shit out there. And God forbid, if you email us or you, you message <laughs> oh, us, you're yeah. going to get some. <laughs> right, you DM yeah. that account, chances are you're going to get some fucking memes. You're going to get <laughs> yeah. the wrong answer to what you're seeking. Or you're that person yeah, like, asking I, us to connect your Patreon account. And then we try to help. Like, Henry's gonna generally try to help you, and the rest of us are gonna send you dicks <laughs> yeah, or something. Pretty much. Like, it's just pretty, gonna, much. Well, pretty much. You have, and it, but it's all the same time. Like he's like, oh, you know, connect your Patreon to this, and it's like <laughs> penis. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, you can't. Don't report us, please. Yeah, or yeah. it's like Josh sucking off a McFlurry straw. I've got pictures. Yeah. Like, I've got pictures like that. I send or just random stuff. The Instagram page is a ton of fun. It was really. Like I said, it was born to um, to really keep track of Ortiz's nonsense, you know, that he would send us, and he just had us rolling, and so we all started to to, to really try and and uh, at least participate in the memeing. And I think you know we've gotten better over the, over the last how long has it been? It's been two years, it's almost going two on. years. And you guys, yeah. it's funny because I'm coming in from like having Photoshop experience and having editing experience, just from my own personal side stuff. Seeing you guys like advance to where you're at now, you guys are doing fucking face swaps <laughs> and shit, and just the memes yeah. you guys are making on the They're fly now is great. So, <laughs> so I, I don't even feel like I don't even feel like I'm participating yeah. as much anymore, just because you guys are killing it as is. So I'll make memes once in a while lately, but at the moment, uh, the people who are contributing more often now are fucking killing yeah. it. They're killing. Hey, it. some of those new guys are really good. Yeah. Thick Andy and some of those guys are yeah. putting out some. Pretty good stuff. Yeah, yeah, on there for sure. Yeah, Shout I out. generally, I think Cunty Steve and I are probably the yeah. most consistent, um, just because you know we don't. Um, I don't know if we just don't have lives like you guys do, or what the fuck's <laughs> going on. But um, no, but I mean, but it's like one of those things, like because I have time, and especially you know Ortiz, you're on uh, Pacific time, and and uh, you know so and, and you know so it's like I get it at seven a.m. or whatever the pod, so we get a, we get a couple hours on you, but. Um, no, I said it's 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 fun, man, because we just get to um, like I said, like I said before, it's 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 just fun for us that we like to make the dudes laugh and let them know that hey, you know, people do give a shit about what you're doing and enough to to you know dissect the uh, the podcast and 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 have it come to life in, in some sort of way. But um, you know, it's I think I think the memes have been slower. I think everybody's been busy um, with with the world opening yeah. back up and. 
obviously those guys are busy. They're not being, they're not able to do podcasts uh, nearly as long. They were doing two hour podcasts. Now they're, you know, we're lucky. We're definitely lucky if we get a half hour out of them, but, um, and we totally understand, you know, cause they get, they got a few things going on, but, um, yeah, I said, it's, it's, it's really a riot. It's, it's so much fun. Yeah. The entire, the entire page is just all love really. Even if I'm Photoshopping Adam drinking horse cum, uh, it's, <laughs> it's all love. Everything about it is that it's organic yeah. and yeah. chaotic in the sense that like one person can throw out just so let's say someone finds a picture they put it in the discord yeah and then the next person will like like peel or put like a like a layer out of it and then throw out like Adam's face or whatever and then someone else takes that and then adds their own thing to it and then it's like so, so some of these memes can like take on a life of their own and they were actually collaborated on by like four or five people before it made it makes it to that discord page sometimes or sometimes someone just makes it all themselves so that's the fun thing about it for me. It's just like you never know what's going to happen. It seems like everything, everyone's on the same like brainwave in a way. Yeah. We're all collaborating on shit. Or we all have the same jokes. Or we all think the same ridiculous, insane shit's the most funniest thing in the world. It seems like we're all sort of connected. Or do you guys think it's because of the Assassin's DVDs mm. kind of really just fucked up our sense of humor early on in our, in our <laughs> youth, you know? I definitely think so. What's what's going on over there? You guys playing uh, tummy tummy sticks or something? For those listening, Henry Henry and uh, Cronin are are uh, recording together in the same room. So what's happening over there? Over there on their end, we have no idea. They could just be playing for all we know. Yeah, we got no video. No, no. Cronin beefing over here. Playing footsie. (laughs) It does not smell. I heard it. Downwind. I audibly heard that. I was sitting here like, it's that, got to smell like that? hot dogs in there. But it's got to. Yeah. Henry, 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 fucking tooted, and now he's blaming me. <laughs> no, I dropped all that stuff beforehand. It's the it's the remaining sluggage sluggage of his uh, his sandwich yeah. from earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a cheesesteak. Uh, shout out Richie's cheesesteak. Speaking of shouting out um, brands and shit, how how goofy is it though on the Discord Instagram? That we actually talk to brands once in a while for the guys, and we yeah. actually have to relay like brand shit. Like, hey, we're actually not affiliated <laughs> with the guys. If you do yeah. really want to speak with them, you definitely should reach out to them we directly. Got PBR and Malort on board. Yeah, we, Dude. yeah, we, we indirectly got PBR, and then we directly got Malort on there. Uh, we connected them with Adam because of our memes, and and I, I was I was emailing back and forth with them, and. Um, it's just weird, man. I said, like I said in the beginning, it's like I don't give a shit. Like we'll do, we'll we'll do crazy shit just to get them, to keep them going, and make them an extra buck. It doesn't matter, you know. It, it's just it's fun. We're gonna try to. I don't know who we got to get next. Probably, I, you know, probably Crown Royal or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> I've been drinking a lot of Bud Light lately. Some sort of pie, like some sort of powerboat company. Let's go for that. <laughs> powerboat <laughs> pressure washers. I mean, Budweiser. Budweiser makes sense. I mean, they're in St. Louis. You know, it all makes sense. Why don't we just try to get the boys some Crocs? Crocs. I mean, Post Malone's got Crocs. <laughs> Why not aim for Crocs? Crocs? Like the shoes? Yeah, the shoes, man. We'll start photoshopping the, them in Crocs on all their shows. I did the Air Scoobs on, on Instagram the other day. We yeah. need to get a uh, clothing provider so Dan can have more than three shirts in his wardrobe. Yeah, just real, just real tree outdoors. <laughs> whoever owns the, whoever owns the Burbs will just do like a Dan Marsala Burbs line. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We could, we could hit up Universal. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll be open to it. I, this is a few months ago. We, I ran into Dan at a bar in St. Louis, and it's funny. He was wearing one of the Burb shirt I got him. It was just, it was like perfect. You know, we'd had no idea we were going to see each other. It was, it was awesome. 
So anyone listening, if you got any burbs, merchandise, anything signed by Tom yeah. Hanks or anything from the yep. film itself, just send it over to the P.O. Box. Sign it to Dan. Or Rad. Yeah. Ryan will appreciate it if you got some Rad merch. Yeah. P.O. Box 599, St. Anne, Missouri, 63034, I think. Dude, I sent a lot of shit. I sent a lot of shit. <laughs> you have that memorized. That's amazing. Yeah. I think I, think I got it right. They it's open, on our Instagram. They opened sure. the P.O. Box specifically just for Cronin at this point. Well, we told them. We, the, the Discord I, convinced I, Josh to open it. I know. I think it's been worth it for him. I know. You've seen so. so much crap. I mean, now you're getting a drum set, so. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm pumped about that, man. Oh, yeah, that, there's a uh, there's an unveiling. Did we talk about that? On, Let's talk on... about that. You get a dr- whole ass drum set. Yeah, so I've been talking with Josh, and and uh, you know we worked out a uh, mutual agreement, and he's sending me one of his old uh, SJC sets, and I should have it um, a little bit tomorrow, a little bit Monday, and uh, I'm pumped about it. You know, I, I was telling you guys before the podcast, it was it's more of a collector's item for me. I'm, I'm definitely not a musician. Uh, I'd love to to learn a little bit more, but uh, I'm excited to have it and take care of it and, uh, and show it off for sure. Um, yeah, I'm pumped. Are you going to put your nutsack on Josh's drum set? Cause I'm going to put my nutsack on your drum set. Okay. If you do that. I am warning you right now. If you touch my drums, I will stab you in the neck with a knife. <laughs> yeah. It definitely after when, after cops airs at four o'clock, <laughs> um, I'm going to stick my nut, nuts on there and, uh, and uh, why y'all, you know, just wonder why I'm all sweaty, you know? John Bonham be playing Moby Dick for real. John Bonham's playing Moby Dick for real! <laughs> well, you heard it here first, so. folks. If uh, you join the Patreon, join the Discord, get your butts all up in there, and uh, Josh might send you a drum set. He may not. Mm, you never know. Butts. You never know until you ask. <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta join up, sign up on Patreon, do it. It's super cheap. Save yourself one trip to Starbucks and save that $5 and, you know, buy a membership. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think the, you know, they're setting the standard for, um, you know, the fan interaction. I know they've been busy lately, but um, that's been the coolest thing is like, hey, you know, getting to know them. Um, if you've been to a show since the Patreon has, has launched, I mean, um, you know, the Sodi Bowl, the three shows in St. Louis um, were just crazy. We got to hang out with them um, as much as we could. That was obviously in the middle of the pandemic, but um, Kraken Fest, uh, a good handful of us, you know, some of us are local, some of us flew mm-hmm. in. Um, you know, Jacob, Teresa flew in, uh, who else? Maria. Um, big, big Kyle, big Kyle dude. That was great. Shout out to forehead. Uh, (laughs) forehead, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but no, it it was super dope. And, and like, you know, we got to really spend some time with, um, all of them, you know, they, they all made it a point to come out and seek out the discord members and check on them and have a couple of drinks with them. And, um, it was it was really cool. You know, it was it was it was awesome. Uh, first and foremost, before we completely close, uh, rest in peace, Taylor Hawkins. Dude, That's- we lost Taylor Hawkins last night. Uh, I stayed up for three hours watching their uh, the Foo Fighters concert on YouTube when they opened Madison Square Garden. Uh, so I think it was the first concert Madison Square Garden had held since. Uh, COVID, and it was amazing. Got to see Taylor Hawkins do some Queen. Uh, yeah, it's a tough one. It was wow. a tough one. Brutal, absolutely brutal. After I heard the news, all I could think about was the one time I was just accidentally at a Foo Fighters like secret show. <laughs> uh, it, it it was just such a great show, and it was such a crazy experience. And 
all I could think about was just seeing the dude just absolutely rip on the drums and just yep. so bummed out after hearing about the news. Yep, it was it, it was a tough one. I spoke with uh, Wiley for a little bit, and then, like I said, watched that concert. It was like almost three hours long. It was like two hours and 48 minutes, which uh, I had the distinct pleasure of seeing them twice in four months. I got to see them play with Motorhead in Memphis, and I got to see them on my birthday in St. Louis. Uh, both just phenomenal experiences. And uh, yeah, it's, it, it, this this one's tough. It, it's tough. Uh, you, some, a lot of celebrity deaths don't nearly affect me, but it's one of those ones where I've basically grown up with this band and I've watched them. And like when Taylor got into the band, I'm like, who is this gangly ass dude that's trying to play drums like Dave Grohl? And then I realized he wasn't playing drums like Dave Grohl. He was playing drums like Taylor Hawkins. And he was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, the dude, the dude's drummed for even just other bands in general, even yep. not even just for Foo Fighters. Yep. I mean, he, like, even Cody and Cambria, they had him on an album. He did uh, Black, Black Rainbow because I at think, the time yeah. their drummer had stepped out for a moment. And so, I mean, even, even the fans of, of other bands are grieving this, this loss. R.I.P. Yeah. So yeah, now that I brought the room down. <laughs> way to kill it, man. Yeah, yeah, way to I'm, kill the pod, nah, Steve. No, nah, it was definitely important. I mean, you know, the dudes have talked about Foo Fighters a lot. And, um, you know, I, I obviously I, I'm, I'm well aware of Foo Fighters. I wasn't a huge, I'm not a huge fan of them. But um, yeah, it's terrible, man. He's what, 50, right? Yeah. yeah. Fucking terrible, man. Well, now that you got me crying all up in the club, <laughs> let's, go ahead and, let's go ahead and wrap the pod. For, for everyone listening, uh, I'm Mike Ortiz. You can catch me over on the Story of the Year Discord. Clark Nipples here. I'm somewhere on there on occasion uh, trying to help people. Anything to get more people into Discord, help the band out. And usually catch me without a shirt on, just grossing people out with these uh, these big manly hairy nips. <clears throat> I am, um, what is it, Dreamweaver underscore Wolfstar. <laughs> <laughs> That's an actual and, uh, <laughs> No, I... I I think I'm the only one that has a password to that one, but uh, I should I should I should disseminate that. What is yeah, Dreamweaver underscore Wolfstar. Um, that's my uh, personal that I check all the time. Dedicated to our our, our, our man Josh. Uh, I am Majestic Steve. Steve, whatever, just call me Majestic as hell. Uh, my socials are Lil Dicky needs to be on the damn podcast dot com slash dot uh, org. I'm Kyle Oat Pocket, and you can just DM the Sodi Discord, and I'll wrap, I'll be right there. And uh, and Cronin, if if people you know don't want to check out the pod, what do you have to say to them? They can suck one.